Hey everybody, welcome back to Idea Jam. I'm Jeff. I'm Sheldon. And we have a really cool idea to share with you today. And it just sparked a whole conversation that we had and I really loved it. We want to explore a thought that came to us through Seth Godin in one of his recent vlogs called The Easy Way Down, where he references and he gives the example of skiing. Sheldon, let's read it first. Okay. Ski slopes are marked by difficulty. The green circles indicate the easy slope, the one that will get you to the base of the hill the fastest with the least amount of risk or drama. Why would anyone choose to ski down on the difficult black diamond run instead? Most passionate skiers would ask the question differently. Why wouldn't you? The point of skiing isn't to get to the bottom. The point is how it feels on your way there. I'm wondering why this insight is so hard for us to embrace when it comes to learning or personal engagement or art or the work we do each day. There are speed bumps along the way, opportunities unevenly distributed and unforeseen problems, but none of them get better when we decide to always seek the easy way to the end. So I loved this when I first read it. It was just like all these thoughts of, and we've been thinking so much about problems you want, which is our book that we're writing and a course that we're building out to help people really see problems differently and see them more as opportunities instead of obstacles and things that are stopping them. And, and using them as ways to catapult them forward rather than slow them down. And this was yeah. just a great example of that. But not only that, but just how we think about taking the easy way. Sure, the easy way is the simplest and fastest way to get to the bottom of the slope. So I ask you this question, why does anyone hike Everest, <laughs> right? Why do they climb Everest? Why do they do black diamond ski runs, just like he mentions here? Why do they run marathons? If the easy way is the way to get to our destination, and bring happiness, then why do we force ourselves to do all these hard things? Because it's not, it's funny. okay, so we think that the goal is the end result, right? But more often than not, it's the progress and the change of who will become that ultimately is what we really want, right? Yeah. Jeff and I were joking around. What if you were going to go have an interview and on your resume, it's like climbed Everest, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guarantee the person in their mind would not be thinking, I wonder if this person is lazy or I wonder would things get hard if this person just gives up, right? It's not really the end goal. It's who you'll become and the change it will make in you that we're really after. Yeah, exactly. And actually this just came to mind. We were watching the Daytona 500 with my son. He really loves NASCAR. I've never had like any interest in it in the past, but when your kids love something, you get into it too. So we were watching Daytona 500 and all they do is drive around in an oval, right? I mean, (laughs) if if, uh, there's no real, like they get to the finish line, it's exactly where they started the race, (laughs) right? It's not, it's not like the finish line is some great destination on the other side. Uh, I think that's a great example of what we're talking about here. It's, it's the process of who you're becoming and the challenges you face along the way that help you in that growth. And I mean, the easy way is just to stay there and never race the race, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> great. I didn't race the race. That's easy. And we get, but I like his, his line here where he says, I'm wondering why the insight is so hard for us to embrace when it comes to learning or personal engagement or art or the work we do each day. I, I feel like sometimes we are just working, we're going through a routine, working for the weekend. Yeah. And in our last episode, nope, two episodes ago, we talked about um, oranges versus Skittles, needle movers versus busy work. And I think this is a great example of that too. What do you think, Sheldon? Yeah, like the offense versus the defense. 
I think it's hard to see sometimes. And I think this is a good metaphor because it's, it's painfully obvious, right? But, you know, maybe that's our challenge is trying to figure out where in our life would we just we're going for the easy route, right? And we've been solving for two plus two, hoping it's 10 for, for so long. Do you know what I mean? Whether that's our health, our relationship, like I think that's that is the crux is trying to figure out which areas of our life have we done nothing but take the 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 green diamond <laughs> for years, right? And we wonder why we're not getting better at it. Yeah. And and I think that's a great example. And it like when I've 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 been a skier uh for most of my life. I don't do it as often as I'd like, but I remember the first time you go down a green circle, easy run, you, you get to the bottom and you feel very satisfied and like, Hey, I did it. And it gives you confidence to get back on the, get back on the lift and go up the mountain again. I feel like that's kind of the, how it is at first, right? When you're first learning something, it is nice to take the easy route and feel confidence and a boost of motivation, but quickly it becomes boring. Like it becomes very dull. Uh, when you're four years old and you're learning math for the first time, you, you learn two plus two is four and very quickly, that's old news. You've mastered two plus two. You've mastered the easy slope. And part of this human experience is moving forward past where you've been and struggling to get to that next level of growth. It's the reason people climb Everest because it's one of those peak mentalities of how far can I push myself? Can I do something that most consider to be impossible or one of the hardest things to, to accomplish in life? Who would I become by doing that? It is easy for us, though, in that process to focus on just the peak, being like, okay, I made it. Well, you could fly a helicopter. Well, probably not to Everest, but to most peaks, you could fly <laughs> a helicopter, right? And, and land on it, and then you're at the peak. So it's there not are about- easier ways, right? Right, there are easier <laughs> ways to get there. It's, so yeah. it's not about uh, the finish line. It really isn't. It's not about the peak. Yeah, you take a great picture. But like Sheldon said, when you sit down next to someone who has climbed Everest, you know a lot about that person now. They're obviously very resilient. They're focused. They're goal-driven. They can, they can do something even if it's really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I think in, you know, in terms of how we think about our own lives, I think it gives us a little bit of, if we can remember this, a little bit of compassion and and. I'm trying to think of the right word here, like leeway for when we don't always reach the peak. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. we, we we beat ourselves up when we we fail or we're not, you know, we don't achieve and get the things that we want, and we undercut how important the striving is. It's the pursuit that's the actual benefit. It's the effort to achieve, not the achievement itself, that brings happiness and fulfillment and growth. This is not like, I'm not saying participation trophies for everyone. <laughs> I'm saying- Yeah, I don't believe in those. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Contradiction. Uh, I'm saying like effort, we should applaud effort. Do you know what I mean? It's just, we we beat ourselves up so much for not winning the race. Yep. When we should be more, we can we can find more happiness in the journey and should give ourselves more credit for trying yeah. for the effort and the hard work. Yeah. I, I feel like that, that statement goes really well with like an, an anti-comparison statement, right? Like comparison is the thief of joy, just like waiting for the finish line is the thief of joy as well. 
right? Like yeah. we compare ourselves to others or we, we set our sights only on the finish line and that's the only way we'll be happy. Both of those will rob us of joy in the moment and destroy any future motivation, right? We're thinking somehow we have this feeling that this is the only race or this is the only mountain we're going to climb. But everyone knows that once you get to the top, you come right back down, right? Or once you get to the <laughs> bottom of the slope, you climb right back on the lift uh, until the day is over, I guess. But essentially, it's it's definitely not about this specific run. It's about yeah. the long journey. When you stop and understand that, you can find so much more joy in each mogul. We pre-titled this episode, Love Moguls. Because I think that's the key that we're trying to help everyone understand is it's learning to love the challenge and the growth that comes from that challenge rather than waiting to be happy until you've reached the peak. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you you summed it up perfectly. If you're waiting to get to the bottom of the hill to be happy, you've missed the point. Like you've looked beyond the mark. You have to learn to love the mogul. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're waiting for success to mean achieving this in, you know, when I make a million dollars or <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we always result to money because it's so easily quantifiable, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's every, it's something everyone understands. And I think yeah. in most people's cases, because money is such a, an essential part of life, it's, it's really easy to, to measure and say, yeah, who wouldn't want a million dollars, right? Everyone would like to have a million dollars, whether they're pursuing that or not. <laughs> no one would be opposed to a million dollars landing in their on their front doorstep. <laughs> so I think it's an easy measurement to say. But but the but the challenge of that, and, I, and there's a line I like from Jim Rohn that he's, he talks about his mentor shared with him when he was first getting started on his career journey. He said, hey, you should set your sights on becoming a millionaire, not because of the money, but because of who you'll have to become to get that money. And I think that is such an important differentiator. Who are you becoming in this process? We don't set big goals because we have to achieve them. We set big goals because of, of the challenge it gives us to become a better version of ourselves. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. No, so in my mind, there's there's two takeaways from this. And, and one of them is to both give ourselves a little more compassion and see things in a light that the destination is what we strive for, but it's not the goal that really changes us and brings us happiness. So give yourselves a break sometimes for not being darn perfect all the time and being able to, <laughs> and then the conversely, you know, kind of the opposite side of that coin is to look a little deeper at where we take the easy route, right? And where we don't, you know, we, we, we go down this green circle thinking that's going to make us a better skier and it's not really pushing us and we're not really striving anymore and we're not really growing in that area. Yeah. We, we always try to give like an idea to take away to, to implement right now in your daily life. Our suggestion for you today is to, I think to figure out where you're both uh, taking it easy and need to strive harder and also where you need to not beat yourself up for getting to the bottom as fast as you want it to go, <laughs> right? Because it's the journey that's important. Yes. So just take a look, hard hard look at your goals right now and decide, is this goal taking me, is helping me become who I want to become? 
and also look at your daily routine and say, am I, am I taking the easy route? Do I already know how to solve this problem? And is there a problem that I could solve that would challenge me more and help me to grow? I think there is a level of motivation and excitement that comes with finishing a goal. Like for example, getting to a peak, skiing down, you know, sliding at the finish of a, of a slope. I love that just as much as the next guy. There's this momentary pleasure that comes with finishing a goal. And those are great. But that moment really should serve as a motivator to get right back on the lift. Right? So finishing is good, but only as far as it inspires you to keep growing. I think that's the key here is having a more infinite mindset on whatever you're doing in life. We're so grateful that you've been spending time with us here. Hope We hope that this idea will serve you well and give you a new perspective on problems. By the way, we have a new link on our website. If you've been listening to our show, you can go claim your free book called Who Not How. It's the Kindle version of Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. Ben Hardy's going to be on our show soon, so keep listening. And we, are, we, we really love the book. We think it's a game changer for us and hopefully for you. Anything you want to add, Sheldon? <laughs> okay. Do it to it. Do it to it.